This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. Won by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the debate show. This is the weekly show devoted to Sheffield Wednesday where we give you the chance to have your say and for us to listen to your opinion on the Owls. If you're listening to the recording of this in the podcast form and you're wondering how you can get involved then just follow us on Twitter. It's at WTIDpod and then you'll see when we go live. We try and do these every Wednesday at 8 o'clock but do follow us for all of the updates. If you want to have your say uh, like many of you already do then press the microphone icon at the bottom left and request a talk that's what ben and demi have done already and we'll come to them in uh, just a second uh, as always i'm joined by mr liam russell or is it mr liam luongo i'm not uh, not too sure liam mate how are you you all right <laughs> yeah i'm good mate thank you you're you all right <laughs> yeah mate, i'm fine thanks uh just um been to a kid's birthday party so i had like 20 30 kids running and screaming around and what have you so uh bit of a uh, bit of peace Couple of paracetamol there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just a few. Um, nice a piece of quiet now. So uh, so yeah, all uh, all good. Now I've got a lot um, a lot to talk about. Obviously, first of all, we'll be talking about uh, the two 0 win against Morecambe yesterday. So we'd love to have your thoughts on that. Uh, we've also got plenty of plenty of other stuff to talk about. We can talk about well the injuries. The the list keeps getting bigger and bigger. Seemingly every single day, obviously three uh, went off injured yesterday. We've also had the news that John Jules has also got an injury. So I think that takes it up to 10 first team players that are, that are currently injured. So that list just keeps getting bigger and uh, bigger and bigger. Um, we can also talk about you know individual performances, Marvin Johnson, Sam Hutchinson, Mendes Lang. They're also good ones to pick out. 
poor ones we can pick out you know peacock farrell barry bannon um people like that so please if you do want to have your say then um press that request to talk button and uh, and come up and we'll have a uh, we'll have a chat as we always do now before we get things underway uh, i just want to bring uh, max up uh, if uh, if we can uh, how are you max uh, everything all right if you just want to unmute yourself yeah um yeah james all right guys how are you, how are you? Um, you, you're doing well? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Now, I just want to let, let everyone know, obviously, Max got in touch with me saying that he listens to the podcast uh, every single week, uh, wanted to start his own podcast. Um, now, I told him all the stuff that he needed, much to the, the disappointment of his mum, I think. Uh, she had to go out <laughs> and, and, and buy it all. Um, but he started his own podcast now, ain't you, Max? Um, yeah, I have, yeah. Um, you know, I, I felt um, really in, um, inspired and just decided that, um, you know, I thought I uh, um, might as well start my uh, own. Yeah, um, good, good stuff. Do you want to tell everyone what it's all about, Max? Um, yeah, so it's just about, um, obviously, my love for uh, um, Wednesday and the fact that I have um, cerebral palsy and uh, um, I'm in the um, how that obviously uh, um, I am with it um, day two, two um, um, day with that as well. And... Um, also, as well, I've got this um, thing called uh, um, Addison's um, disease, which is a um, um, which is a, um, basically where um, where your adrenal glands stop working. Um, yeah, I've, obviously, I've, obviously, we listened to your podcast, and your, fir- your first episode went out today, which uh, obviously I've, you know, I've been helping to uh, to get out as well. If you know, if you want to listen to it, if you want to uh, search or just click on Max there and um, give him a follow, and you can find his his pos- uh, podcast. It's you know very inspirational. You've got an uh, interview lined up, haven't you, for your next uh, next episode? Um, yeah, thank. You. Um, yeah, Rev, I've got my um, chairman of my um, um, for the. T- um, footy team, Mister um, Ian um, Watte coming up. So, um, so um, that one will be, will be um, released next Wednesday. So check that one out when it comes out. Yeah, fantastic. Um, just onto the onto the match, and obviously Wednesday. Um, did you go yesterday, Max? Yeah, it is. Thanks, um, James. I thought um, um, you know we dominated the um, first off. I just thought it, I just thought obviously you know. Hey, it was gonna be one of them um, days where we can um, score, but we managed to, uh, um, but managed to uh, um, score an absolute um, cracking from uh, an absolute um, cracking strike from uh, um, Byers, and uh, um, yeah, that really set it off. Yeah, we, before we before we finish, Max, uh, who would you say you the your man at match were yesterday? I mean. Um, I think I've got to say I've been um, thinking about this. I think I've got to go with Mendes Lang. Really? Right. Ah, okay. Yeah. Good. St- good stuff, uh, Max. Be- before before you go, um, just want to tell everyone where we can where we can find your podcast and where we can find you on Twitter. Um. Yeah. So you can find us on um, Spotify or um, Apple um, Podcast. Just uh, um, search for the Max BB Podcast, and you can find us on there. Fantastic, Max. Thank you very much, mate, for uh, for coming on. Um. Obviously, keep going on with your, with your podcast uh, and everything. And uh, guys, everyone that's listening, just uh, you know, give it a listen. It's a fantastic um, insight into things that Max, you know, goes Max has to deal with on a on a day to day basis uh, as well. And you know, it's a real uh, it's a real eye opener. Cheers, Max.
Cheers, Jim. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Now, um, let's get on to, uh, obviously, Morecambe yesterday. Now, a 2-0 win, but I don't know about you, but I came away thinking that, you know, it, it didn't quite feel like a win like it should. It's three points and everything, but I think the injuries kind of overshadowed it. What do you think, Liam? Yeah, we were speaking, weren't we, in the, uh, in the car after the game and it just seemed overshadowed. As much as you want to be happy with the, the three points and, you know, we did we dominated them really, didn't we? Um, but yeah, it's just massively overshadowed by the, the injuries that we that we picked up. Um, you know, more for the, not for the game yesterday really, it's more for the, for the fixtures coming up, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, looking at the positives, it's back-to-back wins, uh, third consecutive win at home. I think we now have 10 games unbeaten at home in the league, which stretches back to just after the Oxford game, I think it, I think it was. Like you said there, absolutely dominated the first half. I think they were probably the, one of the worst sides that I'd seen at Hillsborough this season, in that, in that first half especially. And, you know, It was literally like attack, attack against defence, but again, failing to put the teams to the sword, can convert chances, obviously nearly come a cropper, at the end, with obviously, you know, if it weren't Fortunson with those two goal line clearances, you know, how many times have we said, you know, we're one nil up and dominating the game, but we can't get that second or third goal to to finish teams off like I dare say, like Rotherham uh, have been doing this uh, this season. Now, I just want to uh, everyone's been patiently waiting. I just want to bring Dimmy up. Uh, he was he was up first. Dimmy, mate, how are you? How are you? All right. Good, mate. How you doing? You're right. Have you got out your meeting? Yeah, yeah, meeting finished early. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, um, what do you want to have to say? Obviously, um, it was two 0 win, but the injuries kind of overshadowed it, didn't it? I think we're used to the injuries now, aren't we? Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, uh, we used to have uh, Hutch Bingo, but now I think it's who's going to be the first injury and when is uh, is the question. Um, to be honest, it was a really good performance. I thought um, they we dominated them for eighty five minutes. They had what a five minute spell. Um, which was a couple of hairy moments there, but um, never in doubt, in my opinion. Um, great performance. George Byers looked incredible. Uh, really pleased for him. Uh, great performance. Um, and showing that he can cover if Mass does get injured. Sorry, Liam. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's all around a great performance. Now we just need to, you know, that's two wins on the bounce now. We need to build on that. Uh, moving forward, I think. Does it not frustrate you the amount of chances though that we had, and again, as it's been the same for many, many weeks now that we, we we've not put them chances away. I know we scored two goals, but you know we had to wait until the what ninety third minute to to kind of put the game to bed. Does it not frustrate you? It is a bit frustrating, yeah, it, absolutely. But I think as the as the squad grow in confidence, which and I think you can clearly see that they they are getting more confident. I think honestly, the goals will come. The performances are there, and now the now the goals will come. You get, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, it's, it's uh, age old thing, isn't it? A striker gets a bit of confidence behind him, and then he he doesn't even have to think about it. He just puts the ball in the back of the net. So I think that's I think that's the the last piece of the puzzle, and then we'll start winning kind of three, four, five nil. Yeah, good good stuff. Um, now I just want to um, introduce Giles as well. Giles, mate, how are you? Just sneak sneaked in there in the. Uh... In the last minute, how are you, mate? Right. Yeah, I've just snuck in there, just eating my dinner. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, all uh, all good. Um, just again, if anyone's got any questions for Giles as well, then feel free to jump up and uh, and ask. I'm sure he'll uh, sure he'll answer those questions. Um, just want to come to uh, to Ben if I if I can as well. Ben, mate, were you there yesterday? What did you think of the performance? Yeah, well, pal. 
Yeah, well, we let's be honest, we battered him. I don't care what their manager says, but I mean, what were you smoking, by the way, their manager? I've no so idea. We, you know, they started to well, dominate. What did their manager say, Ben? He said, it, did he say they, they were dominating the second half and they had to go with us? I mean, passed us off the pitch as well. the same game. <laughs> yeah. I'm not being funny, but what game were we at? He certainly weren't at Hills, we can't have been. We battered him, let's be honest with you. But men against boys, we absolutely played him off park. We just couldn't score it like Ipswich game. We should have had, what, four or five? Same last night, should have had four or five. So, yeah, I thought we played pretty well. Um, it was injuries a weird again, game, I mean, Harley Dean, I've got to say, Harley Dean, what an absolute idiot coming to a club like ours. In his first interview saying, I never get injured. Yeah, read the script, pal. <laughs> yeah, I just I mean, just on the on the injury front as well, uh, 10 players injured. I mean, I put a tweet out earlier. Just to, I think we can pretty much put out a full team, barring a goalkeeper, um, and it probably would do pretty well in League One, if not very well. You know, like Sir Gregory, hopefully his injury's not too bad. You know, Windass again, hopefully he's not out for too too much longer. Um, but, the, you know, Harley Dean, the way he went down. I mean, at Giles, it looks like he pulled his what, pulled his hamstring. How long are you using that with your hamstring injury like well, that? Well, obviously we don't know how bad it is, do we? But We don't know, but we, he didn't look happy, did he? Let's be honest, when he was coming off the pitch. Well, he knew um, straight away, didn't he, when he, uh, when he did it? He yeah, was... he knew. I think straight away when he went down, he was he was signalling to the, to the bench that he needs to come off. So, listen, I don't think it's going to be a good one. It might be a four to six weeks, possibly, if we're lucky. The thing is, four um, to six weeks, we're in that run now of, you know, stupid Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So, if that takes him to the middle of March, we've probably played 12 games. In, in, oh, in yeah, I'm sure he's going to, I'm sure he's going to miss at least eight to 10 games. I'm sure. Guys, is in Sheffield Wednesday. He'll be out for the season. I'm sorry, but it's just how <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? It's not just this season, by the way. The season we got relegated in Premier League over years ago. We had about six, seven players out injured. Simon Donnelly, Phil O'Donnell, etc. They were all out injured all season. It's not just now. So for me, I think it's time the chairman, and I don't condone this, but get a petrol can, get a box of matches, do an insurance job, burn the ground down, burn the training ground down. Let's just move, get out in there, because we're just cursed, man. We're think, honestly, just... I think the first thing we need to do is get them um, them elephants outside at ground and took them in Don because they're not lucky at all are they they're far from lucky if anything you know unlucky charm but no I mean just going back onto the performance what did you make of the performance Giles I know obviously you, know, you don't get a chance to watch you know the, the full game much but yeah, what... well luckily enough yesterday I didn't have a game so I um, I watched the whole game on the the iFollow which I was happy happy that I could uh, could watch the full game um, yeah I think it was a good performance I think Dimmy Dimmy was spot on with what he said to be honest with you, I thought we we dominated for 85 minutes. I think last five minutes, um, they put us on a, under a little bit of of pressure. Uh, again, Hutchie with two great clearances off the line. Um, but yeah, I think we dominated. They were just on the back foot. I thought they were poor, to be honest with you. That's why I was very surprised. I didn't hear what the manager said. Uh, sorry, Morka manager said after the game because they, for me, they were poor. They didn't look like they were even trying. They didn't press. They, they, they were what you say parking the buses as such, um, and I thought they were really bad. But yeah, I thought going back to us, I thought we were we were very good and dominated uh, majority of the game. One one thing I would point out as well is that that sort of game we'd have lost that game, you know, last season uh, or you know in, in seasons gone by, you know, the game where. We, we, you know, we can't seem to break teams down, and they come just looking for a point. Which it was clear that Morecambe were looking. You know, they, they were looking for the smash and grab, weren't they? You know, to get the get a draw. I don't even know if they were. I don't even honestly. I don't even know if they were looking for that. They were. I was. Oh, 
I was disgusted with the way they were they were playing. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the the, the stats, obviously, you know, stat man and all that. Um, 60, <laughs> 64% possession. I know possession don't win your game, but it was 76 in the first half. Um, you know, we attacked quite a lot down the left-hand side. We had 19 shots, only five of them on target. Uh, Windass had eight of them, obviously, before he uh, before he, he came off. Another thing that, that stuck out as well, 19 crosses uh, throughout the game. You know, Mendes Lang... Um, Johnson were pitching in with a few. Bannon got eight as well. So, you know, there were a clear uh, instruction there to, to get the ball in the box as, as much as we can. It's just unfortunate that we've got Canberra in, uh, in the box to, to try and finish him because I think I tweeted again yesterday, we had more fresh air shots than we did shots on target, I think, in that in that first half, which is obviously, you know, a bit, um, a bit disappointing. Um, I'm just going to come to uh, Tom. Tom, mate, what what did you think of that performance yesterday? Were you pleased with it, or do you think we should, should have, you know, should have hammered him really? Um, evening first, hope you're well. Um, good. And I uh, happy with it. Um, we had well twice as many passes completed as a team uh, to Morecambe, so I don't know what their manager's talking about. You can look at the stats; they're on flash scores. It's easy to see. It was just pure domination. It was wave after wave after wave going forward in the second half. I think it just highlighted that we we missed Gregory we, we we just missed somebody in the box to be to be there. I don't think Canberra did, did anything sparkling. I've I've never really rated him to be honest. He can run around all he wants, but we need a bit of quality up there. So he, he's not for me really. I've I've said it from from early as well. But I, I can't believe some people are saying that it were a bit mare and they're unhappy with it, a few injuries. We got three points. That's when I took it at seven forty five Anyway, any which way, so I can't see why people are picking out negatives from a from a two 0 win, back to back clean sheets. Uh, yeah, Ali Dean's going to be a big miss, but Palmer's come on, done done nothing wrong as he's done all season. Um, so I, I can't see any any issues with it, and we're building, we're going to Saturday's game. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, talking about a lot of a lot of positives there. Were, were there any negatives from uh, from yesterday's performance? Maybe you know the amount of chances that we had again and not not putting them away. We just that were a bit of a Something that needs to improve. Yeah, and I mean, it goes back to what I've just said about having a striker up there. Because, um, like I said, I don't think Canberra is good enough in it. It'd be nice to see somebody else come in. I know we brought um, that the Jules, that Jules kid in, and he's got injured, unfortunately. But I don't think he were ever going to come in and, and start. Um, obviously, Gregory getting injured is not, not ideal. I just wish we'd have been a bit more open-minded and gone and got another attacker uh, whether it's a free whether it's a loan I'm, I'm not 100% sure what's available but yeah it'd be nice to get another option there I mean I'm not 100% sure but it, it, is the loan win, can we still loan players at the moment or is, it, is that it now are we are we absolutely done is it is it short I, and that's it I've always been under the impression you can still loan and get frees I just thought it were actually transfers from club A to club B uh, so like for, just for example I know uh, there's a striker who used to be at Arsenal and Huddersfield, Sonogo. He's he's a, he was a free transfer. So is he is he a, is he a no go? Sorry, I, I... <laughs> he could be a no go. Well, well, if we sign him, he'll be a no go because it's not happen. But no, but do you know what I mean? He he's not attached. Well, he wasn't attached to a club. So my understanding is that if yeah. he's unattached and he's not played for two teams this season, can could we get somebody like that? I'm not saying him, but just yeah, that's just an mean, example yeah. that I know of. Um, but no, I, I just yeah, I just want us to build on two clean sheets two wins against Burton and I mean I've always said draw your away games win your own, own games and you've got a chance so if we go to Burton and get a point 
I don't think that's too bad considering we 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 lost um, against Oxford and it and it were in in bad shape. To say we're winning and we lost from a, a winning position to come back and win back to back and then go to Burton and get a point. I don't think looking at that that's that's too bad from my point of view. Yeah, I mean, I, I put a tweet out yesterday. I was to know what your answer to this one's going to be, Tom, because you just said it. But you know, would you rather have three points and and have the three injuries that we that we had, or would you rather have took a point and and come out of it unscathed? And seventy six percent of people said they'd take the three points, and twenty four percent of the people said they'd rather have uh, no injuries and take a point, which I thought was quite uh, quite interesting. For me, you've you've got to take the three points, especially in the position that that we're in, and if we want to get out of this, um, get out of this division you know we've 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 got to take the collateral i suppose and um but but yeah i mean just before i come to um charlie i just want to obviously after all the games we always ask for your three word match summary i just want to read a few out that we've had uh, tweeted into us so nigel laws just put the wednesday way Uh, nb 2002 he just put hutch is quality that's a good point Uh, aylesbury owl just put we fucking won so (laughs) straight straight to the point uh mags she put injuries 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 um Cat on the same lines, too many injuries. Mickey B, good three points. I've I've got to agree with that. Um, you know, win your games at home, like we've said, draw your games away, and and we'll be we'll be up there come the end of the season. Uh, Nathan Turner, he he just put oh Sammy Sammy. Obviously, you know uh, who he went for for man of the match. Um, Stu Williams on the same lines. What I just said earlier, Canberry can't finish. Um, and Paul Pashley, he's put Hutch New Deal. That's something that we'll talk about a little bit, uh, a little bit later on. Uh, Charlie, I was going to come to you then. Um, what were your assessment of yesterday's performance, Charlie? I think overall it were a good game. We played well. We dominated them, as most people have said. We were all over them from kickoff. We, I think, their main tactic was sit back, play just a solid back line and catches on counter if they're good because yeah I don't know if you watched the game last night but there were multiple times where we made a little error in midfield and they just run at us well, luckily we had Hutchinson who an outstanding performance he were definitely up there for man at match last night with the recovery runs he made were he played outstanding but I think Canberra yeah was a kid when he used to pass a ball to a wall and it <laughs> yeah. bounced back to you that's how he takes a touch he gets a decent ball played to him and it ends up out for a throwing or something yeah he, he, has he two, can't he, take he has a two, first touch he has two trampolines on under his feet don't he to be fair he, yeah he's, um, he's frustrating he gets into good positions and he, he, once again he just he just can't seem to can't seem to capitalize on those on those uh, good positions. I mean, one thing we've not even spoke about yet is, is the buyer's goal. I mean, it was a cracking finish, wasn't it, Charlie? Oh yeah, he, he deserves that. He played. He was one of the people I can honestly say last night who had a fantastic game. Everyone did, but I think he's one of the one people that may have thought when that lineup came out, why has he put buyers in? Why has Luongo like? Thank God he's all right, like because of what Jamie Smith said yesterday. But I think he was one of those ones that could have turned heads, like Sal the other week when he scored what game with that Plymouth. Yeah, um, I think he was one of those that he put in, and people sort of looked at it, but he played outstanding by his, and he just topped it off with a fantastic finish. 
Yeah, I mean, it was obviously it was his chance, weren't it? You know, he's not had many chances so far this season. I mean, he's been, you know, um, I'm, I'm to play a second fiddle to Lewis Wing, who or equally has not had the, had the chances either. So he's he has been down the pecking order somewhat. So I suppose to come in into the side and play as well as he did, all right, it's probably you know one of the better games to to have come into. He's not he, he wasn't put under a great deal of pressure. You know, with Morecambe, they, they hardly had any any attacks, especially in that first half. But I mean, to score that goal as well, you know, absolute top bins. You know, everyone was shouting "shoe!" You know, when he uh, when he picked it up. And it, it, to be fair, it was quite a well worked uh, a well worked goal. Uh, obviously, um, Johnson down that left hand side. Who I mean, we'll come on to that in a second. I think he's he took a lot of uh, flack like during the early part of the season for his you know, lacklustre performances and, and, you know, we've openly said that he's not, he's not been good enough, but, but I think in these last couple of weeks, he's, he's really turned it on and, you know, by uh, Bannon, again, he's had a bit of a poor game, but laid it off and well, what a strike it were, you know, top top bins, you know, a good enough strike to uh, to win any game. Um, Liam, I'll just come to you with just a, just a second. Like, do you think we're being, you know, obviously we, like we said at the top, like we, we came away a bit, I wouldn't say disappointed, but uh, like that we're overshadowed by the injuries. Are we be, are we being a bit harsh? Should should we have been more happier with the with the three points? Yeah, I mean, I'm not obviously. I'm disappointed that we got three points <laughs> at all. Um, you know, as I've said many times, I'd have to take one nil every game. I'm not bothered, like, but I think we 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 probably are being a bit harsh. And plus, we don't know how bad they are yet, do we? So. No, I mean we'll 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 get onto those those injuries. I mean three in one game. I would just our look's got to change at, at some point. I mean Dean obviously he went down. Looks like he's done his hamstring. Dele Bashir obviously we don't know how bad that is. That was I'm not as concerned with that one. It looks like a bit like a an impact injury it there. Impact, didn't he? They, he, he knew what he was doing that lad. I've not he's seen got, it back again to be fair. So well, it wasn't on the. I, I watched the highlights. Yeah, earlier, same. Show it to be fair. But he 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 got the ball, but he, he followed through. And I think he knew what he were doing from well, it looked like it for me anyway. Looked like it was ankle, weren't it? Or in that in that particular Yeah, area. in that region, yeah. It were rolling around, Paul lad, it looked like you're in some uh, some pain. Is that right, Giles? No, like the impact injuries tend to, to not be as bad as those where you just kinda pull up and, you know, pull your hamstring. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think an impact injury it can be bad, but majority of the time an impact injury might just be a bit of bruising and you a couple of days you you, you can be all right. Um, but I just wanted to talk about going back to to buyers. We yeah. were speaking, we were speaking about it, weren't we? Um, earlier in the week about buyers saying about you know you've, you've been a bit disappointed in him, and I was like, well, has he really had opportunities to play? I know he's had his injuries and uh, and so so forth, but I thought he was a good player anyway. I, I thought when he first um, played his played his first game, sorry for the club. I thought he put, had a really good game and I think I watched that as well. I'm not sure who it was Doncaster, against. I think that was against. Doncaster, yeah. And he played really well and obviously he had his injuries and uh, and that. But yeah, I also wanted to talk about his uh, his goal celebration, what what people think about that because it seemed like he was kind of, you know, ears, uh, hands in the ears, sort of, was he shushing the crowd a bit because has he has he been getting a bit of stick or, I don't know. It was a, it was a bit of a... I don't, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It's, I don't think... Yeah, yeah, I don't think... I'd, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't think it. I don't know. I don't think it's swore. Well, the I fans. think he has been getting a bit of stick, hasn't he? He, has, he, he has a little bit, yeah. but I mean, he's, he's like I like he I've said he's hardly played, and I think when I when I said that I was disappointed in it, I think 
not it wasn't necessarily disappointed in his performance because like we said he's hardly played i think it was more disappointed in the the hype um around him you know we'd seen where he's come from come from swansea you know rated as a decent player and then we've just not seen him so i think that was more the disappointment that i was expecting a lot more from him especially when you know when the likes of Luongo weren't uh, weren't playing. He was obviously injured for mu- for much of the season. Um, Lewis Wing were getting ahead in front of him, and and Lewis Wing weren't pulling up any trees either. It was just a bit disappointing that we'd not not seen enough from him. And just looking now, he's he's only played five. Well, th- this was his sixth game. Uh, I know he obviously had, had injuries. I think he looks like he got injured just after the the three nil defeat uh, away to Plymouth in the league the first time round. Um, and then after that, like I said, MK Dons, when we won 2 1, he came on for, or did he, I think he started that game and went off after 55 minutes, and and that's it. So, but yeah, he's, he was down as one of the one of the better players. And like I said, it was time to shine, weren't it? It's, um, what's it like, Giles, when, you, you know, when you're out of the side and, and you get put in like, like he has done? He's not been, he's been on the bench, he's been, not even been coming on off the bench, and then you get, yeah, get the nod. I'm sure he's been very frustrated, I'll be honest with you. I think he, he probably feels like he should have had more of an opportunity, um, especially when I, I would say that we haven't played the best. Um, throughout the course of the season of course the last three four weeks I think we've been you know we've turned it on a bit and we're, we're, we're playing a lot better um, so yeah he probably had a point to prove himself you know he wanted to 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 show show people that he he was good enough and deserved a starting place in that team which I think he, he you know you've got to give full credit to him he hasn't played much He's, he stepped in and he he looked very comfortable and it was a, a very good performance yeah, exactly. Now, before we just move on to the to the injuries, I just want to um, welcome Nick as well. Nick, how are you, mate? You all right? Nick, are you there? You muted yourself. Right, well, here he is. Nick, how are you? You all right? Nick, we can't we can't hear. So we'll just we'll just move on to the uh, onto the injuries. Like I said, you know, three. In one game, Dean, Dele Bashiri and Windass. We've also got Gregory that's out, Iorfa, Dunkley, Dennis Adeneran, Lewis Gibson, Shadipo, someone I've totally forgot about. And then obviously we add to that uh, John Jules, who um, apparently he's going to be out for, for several weeks as well. Um, are, are we are we right to use, to use that as an excuse with all the uh, injuries that we've got, Liam, or... Is it just one of those things you've just got to accept? I mean, I know there's nothing we can do about it right right now, but can can we use it as an excuse? Not really. I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? Like we said, I can't remember it was who said we we should really get used to it, shouldn't we? It's such a it's such a it's been a thing for so many seasons, hasn't it? I mean, I know we've touched on it before on here. Um, is it just bad luck, or I don't know? The curse of the training ground, as some people are led to led to believe. Um, Charlie's got his hand up. Uh, Charlie, mate, what do you want to have to say on the uh, injury front? I just, I think for so many years now, with so many seasons, we've used injuries as an excuse as to say, "Oh, this game we played crap, and that's the reason we're so low in table." But I think I've said it previous weeks. So I come on every week. It, what most weeks and I've said we just need confidence and I think if now we can find a team build around these injuries and find a solid team we'll be alright because I don't I think it's been the thing in the past 
oh no, Bannon's injured, or oh no, Iorfa's gone, we're screwed. Because they're the players I think the rest of the team looks up to is to say, you're our main men. But I think if you can sort of find a team, like Iorfa this season, how, how often has he played? Played about what? Six games, probably not even that. I think um, I think he's played about. Uh, let me have a look. Ten, ten games so far this season. Ten games, precisely. And um, last year, everyone was saying we need Iorfa back. We need this. We need that. But I think we can't use it as an excuse anymore because it's getting to the point now where we've got a big enough group of players. And that team last night, fair enough, we did play Morecambe and they were terrible, but. You've got to sort of now build with the team you've got. You can't. The, th- the thing go is, on the, the thing pass. is, though, you know, with we, the, the starting lineup that, that started against Morecambe, three of those have gone off injured. You know, true. Harley Dean, he would start every single game until the end of the season. Josh Windass, another one that, when fit, you, he's, you're going to start him. Gregory, he's nailed on as a starter in the in the team sheet. I mean, Dunkley, the performances that he were putting in, I know we, we, took, we gave him some stick, but he were also someone that you'd you'd have, you know, in in the team on the team sheet every single week. Um all right, Gibson and Shadipo, we haven't seen much of Gibson. Shadipo didn't really do a great deal. All right, John Jules, again we've only seen him for fifteen minutes and he's picked up an injury. But there's there's a, a lot of those players that you know it's all right saying that we um, we need to build build a team from what we've got but you know we didn't have 10 people injured it was only the other week where I was thinking all these players have come back now and the injury list is looking a lot shorter and we've got a lot of players to pick from and I was looking you know when we signed the three new lads things were looking really positive but you know mm. two, two of the three new lads have now got injured we don't know how long they're going to be uh, how long they're going to be out for and it almost seems it's just ironic isn't it that the, the transfer window shut literally two days ago and then yesterday we've picked up all these injuries you'd like to think that we could have um, you know if it had happened last week against Ipswich we might have got a few more through the through the door but it's just it's just our luck um, I mean when you look at the players that are out as well if I mean they've said that Gregory's injury is not as bad as what it first first thought so it might be until the end of this season not next season <laughs> obviously joking on that one I don't, know, I don't know how long they've said but you know when if Windass is out for a few weeks as well are you confident with, you know, having Camberry and Siliso and dare I say it, Saido Berahino up, up front. I know Patterson can can play up there as well, but surely that strike force isn't 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 good enough. No, I don't think it is. But first off, take Camberry out the picture. He's not going anywhere near that team again. After last night, it's Morecambe for God's sake. He could not hit a count backside with a banjo. Is useless. But we haven't got any other options, have to we, be, really? To be yeah. fair, to be Unless fair to him, him, to be fair to him, right, everyone's giving him stick. Before he got injured, obviously he scored against, uh, whoever it was he scored against Afrington. last. I think he had a couple of decent games, and to be fair to him, he's only just come back from injury. Um, he's you know what, I started. actually agree with you, Liam. I agree with you, Liam. Uh, he started. I think you're being a bit harsh on him. I think you're being harsh on I mean, but to be fair, it's not... A couple of people have said it up to this point. I was going to pipe up earlier, to be honest. Um, but, but it's I not like think... you to pipe up, Liam. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> it's like... And without being, you know... But look at Windass. He's come off come off the bench, scored a load of goals. The first two games he's started, I don't think he's been that good. I'm just throwing True. it out there. Yeah, yeah. I think... 
Yeah, do you, uh, people, if you want to get involved as well, then hit that request to talk button on the bottom left. Uh, obviously, Liam just said there, you know, um, Windass, not very good in the last uh, last two games when he started. It's been, I mean, it's been all right, but he's not he's not lit it up, has he? Not, re- not really, but I think, I do agree with you. Before Canberra got injured, he were playing really well. And he were one of those sort of players that, I don't know how to word it, like players we've had it past that just stick there at back post and he'll tap it in. But I think he's trying to play a different type of football. He's trying to get the ball and run at him. But that's not the sort of player he is. What Charlie, more... Do you think he had a bad game yesterday? Uh, I, w- I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just me. Maybe I wasn't watching him as much, but I didn't think he played that badly. I'll be honest. I'm hearing someone else saying his touch was bouncing off all the time, but I didn't really think, I didn't feel like that in the game. I thought uh, he actually did all right. Yeah, I think second half, when we substituted, you know, about 70 minutes, wasn't it? When he came off, probably about 70, 75 minutes. I think coming out after the second half, that start at second half, he were a lot better. I think it was the fact that from he made a couple of mistakes early on and then fans were on his back. Mm. At the start of the season, I liked him. Like, I'm not, I will throw it out there, I did like him. But I think now it's the fact you've got Gregory. We've got so used to Gregory and people like that played up front. Oh, yeah, I definitely agree. He's not, not a Gregory. And he was. Gregory. No, he's not. And he I was think part, he's fallen down picking order. He was, part, he was partnering Gregory before as well, wasn't there? Yeah, I think that makes a In massive difference, games. like the, who, you, who you're up alongside. You know, I don't think yesterday him and Windass really complemented each other very well. They, they, you know, Gregory's very much, you know, Put it up to him. He'll hold it, hold it up, and he'll he'll lay it off to whoever is whoever he's playing with. Windass doesn't really do that. He's more likely to to get in behind and run onto something, you know, which are two totally different players. And yeah, I think Canberra works well with a with more of a target man. Like I think, mm. to be honest, I think there were a few times though where he was in the box back to goal when he knocked it back. And we created a chance from like him knocking it back. I might be wrong, but yeah, they were Nathaniel Mendes line where they put a, a well, an amazing blocking, didn't they? Uh, which yeah, yeah, it were mm. it looked like it were going in, and that were it looked like it were you know nailed on to, to go one nil with with that shot. Um, I just all I was trying to get at is I think like before when he had a couple of when he had a run of games behind him, he did all right for a spell, didn't he? So and he's only come been back for two games. Yeah, and- I'm just looking at those those games now. So he played uh, against Cheltenham uh, away. Well, he had 45 minutes. He came off the bench, um, and then after that, he had a run of there was Sunderland, Gillingham, and Accrington. Three goals in three games, um, and then he played MK Dons, Wickham, and, and Portsmouth. The, the games that he played in, we were unbeaten. Um, and then he's obviously had that, had the injury. He's come back um, against against Ipswich and and Morecambe. So I suppose, yeah, he's straight uncut. in as well. No, like coming off the bench or anything like that. He's come straight back in. I mean, we'll see what happens, but I think um, he might be all right. I don't know. I, I'd I'd stick with him personally. Um, I was just going to say, Giles, can I just ask you a question a minute? Um, I think, would you agree that these past few games where the strike partnership Darren Moore has played, he's gone with big man, little man. He's gone a big guy that can hold defenders off and ping one forward. And then you've got someone like Windass who will just run at them and take men on. But I think he's trying to play Canberra as that big man that he isn't. He's sort of trying to play him as the type of player he isn't and he's just going downhill from him. Um, I'm not sure. He, I definitely agree with your point. What Moore's been trying to do over the last few weeks, 
Um, but honestly, I, I think I think you're being a bit harsh on Canberra. Honestly, I think he's actually done all right when he's played. And well, he I has. He's been making good runs and whatever. I think it's just he's trying more. Like, don't get me wrong, he's a fantastic player on his day. He can be amazing. But I think he's quite like strong. Like you know? I think he is. And obviously, I'm, I'm not saying he's a big hold-up man. But I do think he's actually quite strong. When I see him and it and the ball does does go up to him and it, on his chest, he tries to bring it. He puts his bum in the way. He nudges people. I think he's not. Honestly, I think he's not too bad. I just uh, yeah, I, I do agree with you. I just don't think he's the sort of man yeah, that can do it week in week out. Gregory, I definitely agree with you that Gregory's Can't solid. Coming on this one, boys. Yeah, go on, Ben. Yeah, I want to stick up for Canberra. I mean, he's been out injured for a while. He's come straight in, and I, I think he's done really well. He puts himself about. Yeah, he's had a couple of bad touches, but it's going to take him, what, three, four games to get up to speed? Yeah, if you remember yeah, I'm, that, I'm, I'm that Sunderland home game, that Sunderland home game, you were phenomenal up top of that game. So, But all I'd say, yeah. I, mean, I, I hear this all the time and I see it on Twitter, he puts himself about. Is it good enough, though, uh, at Sheffield Wednesday to have someone that just puts himself about? Like, Surely well, we, need, striker, we need more than that. As a striker, you want, yeah, as a striker, we want more than that, don't we? We want goals. That's what strikers all, all are about. But then again, like, no one can like fault him for his effort and his commitment because I think he works hard and like you said he puts himself about um, but obviously all he needs to do now is add, add some goals to his game I think he will mate I think he will I mean you look at that Sunderland home game you were phenomenal and shortly after that he's been out injured for a couple of months so I think what we've got to accept is you know players generally just can't come back in being out injured for a couple of months and be flying you know particularly strikers it'll take him a couple of games to, to get up to speed so I, I just think need to be a bit patient give him a few games and I say, I mean, he's putting a shift in. I think can't fault that. So, well, I suppose the yeah, only, the, only uh, pos- the positive to take is the fact that we have got a few games coming up. It is like like we've said, it is Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday for for a few weeks now. So he can get that. Um, I think it is just that you know that match sharpness and you know your first touch that if, you know, if you are injured, you you know you perhaps you perhaps do lose that that touch a little yeah, bit. Uh, Tom Tom's unmuted himself. I think he wants to uh, uh, have his say on the Canberra situation. I'm not having him, me. Um, you can say, put him down about, run about. We all could do that. You could you could pick somebody up from League Two, double, triple the wages and tell him just to run around and let the ball bounce off him. Fair, fair enough. But... Thomas, you'd be surprised, you know. You'd be surprised. A lot of players that, that, that play, they don't they do not do that. And you, and that's why they get called lazy and, and not committed and, and, and not playing for the badge because they're not, they're not running around and, and giving everything. Where I think Canberra is. Well, that, like you said a moment ago, it's not good enough at Sheffield Wednesday. We don't want people just to run around. That's we need we need we need goal scorers. And Canberra last night for me wasn't wasn't good enough. And he got he got dragged after what sixty five. So if he was if he was doing that well, he'd have stayed on. Yeah, but again, is it because he's been injured and like he said, he's coming in and he, for him to go and start and play ninety minutes is it a lot for him? I don't know. You might be right. Maybe. Like, but, it's interesting because I'm interested to hear what people people have on it because I I honestly don't think he's that bad. Yes, I don't think he's good enough. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. To start for us, when Gregory's fit, but I think he's he's done all right when he's come in. But out of who we've got fit now, are you playing Berahino or Sauer ahead of him? No, because... No, I'm not. No, I wouldn't either, purely, purely because if you play Berahino and Windass, it's not going to stick. If you're going to play Sauer and Berahino, Sauer and Windass, it's not going to stick. At least Canberra's got some physicality. So, Thomas, are you basically saying, sorry to interrupt you, are you basically saying that the only player good enough to play up front is Gregory. All the other three strikers aren't good enough to play for Sheffield Wednesday. Well, I don't think Berahino is, based on what we've seen. Silasau, is he a winger? Is he a striker? I, again, question mark over that. Canberra is, yeah, like you say, he runs about. For me, he's not good enough. I'd much rather, I'd much rather play, let's say, when, well, when, when fit Gregory and Windass. With Canberra, he's the best of a bad bunch. Then that's what we've got to run with. But personally, I, d- I don't think. I, well, I don't. For a start, I don't think you were Darren Moore player. I think you were presented to him at the start of the season, and it was a matter of get who we can when we can. Because we didn't know what was going to happen, and he's come in. He's done all right in a few games, but overall, if you were to rate his overall contribution, Sheffield Wednesday Football Club out of ten so far this season, I don't think anybody's going to give him any more than a six out of ten. That's and that's been. I think that's been kind. Fair enough. Fair enough. If that's that's just my that's just my opinion, man. That's all that and that, is. And that's what we want, Tom. We want opinions. We want everyone's opinion. You know, it's, you know, do you agree with Tom uh, or do you agree with Ben into on the on the Canberra front? You know, oh, press so- press that request to talk button and and have you say. I just want to bring Nick in uh, second time lucky. Let's see if it works this time. Nick, how are you, mate? All right. I'm good, mate. Can you hear there, me this time? Yeah, there we go, mate. What do you want, what do you want to have to say? Yeah, I just um I didn't jump in on this Canberra discussion. I'm I'm in with Giles on this one I, I thought he did alright and I think it's all well and good saying you could bring someone from League 2 and they could run and run around and put themselves about but I don't think it's as straightforward as that I think you need to make yourself available you need to get in those positions um, I don't think it's as easy to say as you just run around up top um, I think you could put anyone you know you could say anyone with a bit of fitness could run around but if they're not in the right position or they're not getting into space and I think you made a great shout James in terms of there were a great chance last night where he held the ball up, laid it off to Mendes Lang, and it was an unbelievable block that, that stopped a stopped a goal. Um the the other point I wanted to make, or a couple of points, coming back to what Liam said around Deli Bashiro's injury. I'm okay. I'm in Liam's camp on this one. I thought I thought if you could and, and I only watched it on iFollow, if you'd have had the benefit of replays on that, I think that would have been a uh, a nasty one, personally. I think we've seen players get booked or, or sent off for stuff, stuff similar. Um, and my final point I wanted to make is, why recently does it seem to become a Barry Bannon slagging match when he doesn't have an absolute worldie of a game? Just just following Twitter last night, I, I think I saw some tweets saying, great performance by George Byers, he's made Barry Bannon look crap. And I think, Again, just just speaking from people to people who aren't Wednesday fans who've maybe caught the odd game. I was, I was talking to a lad who, who watched us on Saturday, and he just messaged me and just said, "How on earth have you kept hold of Barry Bannon?" And you see people slag him off on Twitter saying he's crap. He's had another poor game. He's he's not good enough for Sheffield Wednesday. I'm totally think, with you on that, Nick. I think it's poor that he's getting getting stick 
um, online, I'll be honest with you, because he is a very, very good player. But what I would say is I am a little bit worried about him. I'll be honest with you, because over the last four to six weeks, I do feel like his performances have dropped. Um, and it, and it, it comes into a situation where, because he's Barry Bannon, is he not droppable? But if he's not playing well, then then you might have to, you know, put him on the bench and put someone else in. Would you agree? Or or do you think that Barry Bannon is 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 not droppable I'd, at all? I wouldn't say he's not droppable. I just think we're that fortunate to have seen some of the Barry Bannon performances that we have when he's not having that eight out of ten game, nine out of ten game, people seem to think all of a sudden he's he's crap and he's rubbish. No, I think, he's no, been asked I think to, anyone I think, will say he's crap. No way. If anyone says he's crap, then it's stupid, isn't it? Because you can see what he's yeah. done. No one, no one can say he's crap. But everyone can go through like blips. Yeah, uh, you know. And, and I don't know. It, it looks to me that he's a bit low on confidence. I don't know if, if anyone could, else agrees with me. Could he be? I don't know. Could he be tired? And I know I'm not. You know, not like yourself, Giles. I've not played the game. Um, you know, to, to any level at all. But you know, some people will argue can, should a footballer be tired? But he, he, he is literally, when you talk about, I know we've not probably got the luxury of squad rotation when it comes to the injuries we've had. Played every game, he? he plays every single game, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, cup yeah. games, Papa John's games, for crying out loud. I think I think you might be right there. Maybe it could be that he just needs a, a little rest and it might only be one game. You know, it might just be one game, give him a little rest um, and then bring him back in. I But absolutely nailed on, and sorry, this is the last point I'll make, absolutely nailed on. If he has a rest and we don't have a good game, it's going to be... Why the FNL is Darren Moore dropped Barry Bannon? Yeah, of course, it's yeah, nailed course. on. So. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I have got that down as one of the points that we we're going to talk about. So we might, you know, glad you've raised that, Nicky. We might as well, uh, might as well talk about it now. Um, I mean, me personally, I think, yeah, he does get a lot of stick. I think it's probably because we know what he can do and what he has done in in the past for us. It's very much like the uh, the Adam Reach scenario in that you know he scored all them worldies in that one season. And then we can expect him to do it every single week, week in, week out. Uh, I think. That's that's the same with Barry Bannon. I think we probably all thought that in this league, you know, everyone spoke about him. You've said there, everyone that you know that's not a Wednesday fan, that's all they mention. Every time I've, I go on various other podcasts and shows, I, I get asked the question all the time. You know, how have we kept Barry Bannon and this, this, that, and the other? So it's it's the player that everyone talks about, and and yeah, he's a fantastic footballer, and I think that does. You know, it's almost like the you know Atty knew you. Everyone thought he were a fantastic player, but when you know, Stephen Fletcher put the same performance in. He had an awful game, so it's just, it's the same thing. You know, we're expecting so much of him, but I do, like Giles said, I do think that the last couple of games he's he's been giving the ball away uh, a hell of a lot. Simple passes. He's, you know, he's, he loves that little Cruyff turn that he, that he does in in just in the middle of the park where he just doesn't need to do it. I think um, you know just. We just need to go back to basics in 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 some respects. Uh, you know, yes, he can put some fantastic balls in. And I mean, I pointed out he had eight crosses in the game yesterday. I mean, if you look on who scored, um, three key passes as well, which is you know the most out of anyone in the side. I think you know Mendes Lang also had three as well, um, and they've given him a decent rating. But I think just from watching it, you know, it, it with the it with the passing. Um, I mean, just have a look at his. Uh, Pass conversion rate is well down seventy eight percent, which puts him tenth in the in the whole in the whole side. I mean, seventy eight percent pass completion for a centre mid, Giles is that is that good enough? Um, 
Would you be happy with that if you if you had a look after you after the game and you, and boss said to you seventy eight percent pass completion? Are you disappointed with that? You no, know, uh, me personally, I would because I hate giving the ball away. I, I would be disappointed. Uh, but seventy eight percent isn't isn't terrible. Listen, it's not it's it's not the end of the world, is it? But and for especially me, especially watching... when he's only made three long. Well, by by this um, by all this account, he's only made three long balls. It's not like he's been hitting it long and giving the ball away. It, it's it was and, and which you know the point I'm making. It's like the short passes that is that are going astray. Well, that's the thing for me. It's the simple things, and that that could be that could be down to being tired. You know, it could be just you know, just lack of concentration because he's a bit tired you know he's given those little cheap five yard passes away um i don't know but like you said he's definitely his performance levels have 100 percent have dropped here we go we've got paul again uh, in his car as always uh paul mate i just want to bring bring you on uh first of all how uh-huh. are you yeah, I'm fine, thank you. What do you want to have to say? We're talking about Barry Bannon at, at the moment. What What's your take on his yeah, performances I, of late? I, I think we're in a dangerous position. I think we're in a dangerous position with Bannon because we expect so much of him. I didn't think he was that bad last night. I know he gave the ball away, but he, he tackled. He tackled well when he tackled. Uh, I think Byers had an outstanding game, so maybe people looked at Byers and thought, you know, he was better. I'll tell you what I worry about. I worry about the fact that, not that we've given Lewis Wing back, but as soon as Delhi got knocked last night and went off, I'm like, shit, what have we got in the middle now? So I'm, I'm worried about Bannon burnout. That's what I'm worried about. Because I think that if he is going to play every game, that we've got no bodies in the middle. I mean, Patterson did a good job, but he's not really central. Uh, the Canberry point as well. I just wanted to say that I thought the thing with Canberry is, just back in Giles, really, that I don't think he's that bad. I, I just feel last night that his touch was off, but maybe that's because he's out of the game a lot. And Windass is not, for me, a striker. I don't really know what he is, but he doesn't seem to... He scores goals, and he, he's a goal scorer, certainly, but is he a striker? So you've got... There's no, like, presence up there, is there? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think for for me, you know, we keep talking about the change in formation, the four two three one. Windass would fit perfectly in that kind of number ten role behind Gregory, but unfortunately, we've it looks like we're not going to have Windass and we're not going to have Gregory either. So it's kind of back to the back to the drawing board in terms of uh, in terms of that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms like I put the question there at the top. You know, is is Barry Bannon droppable? Do, do you think he needs to have a, a bit of a spell out the side? I know, I know we've not got. You know, obviously Luongo could potentially come in. Um, obviously, I don't, I think I don't think night, he... I think last night was the game he could have rested him if there was going to be any. Um, I do worry about Bannon burning out because he obviously puts 150% in. Uh, anybody that slates Barry Bannon, really, I, I actually, you've got to say to him, do you know anything about football? In the nicest possible way, because he's clearly class. I mean, last night, even... You know, every player is not untouchable, like Giles says. You know, if they're not having a good game, you know. And I think that's probably what he needs. I think I think he's knackered. I mean, he puts a lot of miles in. Uh, Delhi's very good, but he's very raw. Uh, I think if you watch some of the games, you can almost see him shouting to Delhi, keeping him in, you know, some sort of um, focus. Maybe we're asking a little bit too much. I mean, I think... Why not give Hutch the armband as well for a bit? You know, take a little bit more pressure off Bannon. I mean, I don't know if that upsets players or what, but I, I just feel that we're definitely looking, in my view, the way we are just halfway through the season of burning Bannon out. Um, and 
we've not got much choice in the middle. I mean, he does have a lot of the ball. I mean, you, you look, you know, touches is pretty much every single week the top. Um, yeah, eight, 89 touches he had yesterday. Uh, in comparison, George Byers, 76. Um, who else Who else we got there? You know, Sam Hutchinson, obviously, defender gets quite a lot of touches on the ball. He had 80. So he's, he's always at the at the top there. Um, I've just brought uh, Callum up as well. Uh, cheers, Paul, for that. Thank you very much. Just want to... Um, Callum, what do you want to have to say, mate? Yo, am I audible? Yes, I can hear you, mate. Great, awesome. Um, yeah, I, I just want to ask about the, the whole Barry Bannon situation because I, I was at the game um, yesterday and I can honestly say he did play pretty poor. Uh, there was a moment in the game where he had um, like a free kick really near to the penalty box and he just kicked it like over our players where he could have easily have passed it to Mendes Lang. Because uh, I, I always feel like he just overcomplicated uh, his passing that match. And I think that's the problem with him sometimes. If he just kept it to basics, you've got that Barry Bannon play that we all know and love. And it's that idea that you know, I don't. I think every player in Sheffield Wednesday deserves to be droppable. Just because he's captain doesn't mean that he's entitled to not be droppable. If he's not up to standards, and that whether that be because he's, you know, he's getting old now, he's got that player fatigue. We probably need to drop him, you know, a few games so he can be rested. You know, every player should have that really. So, but then again, you can't really say that of, of without facing a large barrage of criticism. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm under the same uh, thing. There. I, I think we, you know, he should uh, he should be rested. You know, there's a chance there, you know, to bring Luongo in. But the only problem we've got as well is Dele Bashir. We don't know what his injury is like, so it, it might be a case of that we, we, you know, Barry Bannon. We can't drop him because we haven't got anyone else that, that can that can fill that void. Um, Cal, uh, Charlie's got his hand up. He wants to say something, Charlie. What do you want to have to add to the to the Bannon debate? I think with Bannon. I wouldn't say he's not droppable because he is. We've seen it this season. Like we're going away, I think we dropped in that game and we still played amazing because we. I think we beat him two 0 weren't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the only reason he's not being dropped is because of the, his name, like who he is. For one, is our captain fair enough? that doesn't really mean anything droppable wise but I think it's what he's left on the club he's one of those plays that you're scared to drop because if you do you don't want him to kick off because we've seen it before so, so what are you saying are you saying Bannon's bigger than Sheffield Wednesday no I'm not saying that I'm just saying I'll, I think he's got to the where fans love him for a start and if I'm being honest he did look tired last night he's played week in week out for three seasons and it's, I think it's taking toll on him. You can tell. Like last night, he weren't up to your typical Barry Bannon that you know he can be. Because not, when I say when I say about him not being, I, I'm not saying he should be dropped and not, you know, he's not playing again. I just think sometimes yeah. if players, for whatever reason, are, are, their performance levels are, are dropping, doesn't matter who you are at the end of the day. If if it's affecting the team then you might have to come out just for one game. You, yeah, do you that, know what I mean? Yeah, I do agree with you, mate. I'm just saying, like, I think it's the fact that Darren Moore doesn't want to drop him in fear that if he does, things all go balls up. But isn't that isn't that then coming down to to a man management? You know, you're dropping him. You, 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 like you said, you put it to him. You're not really dropping him. You're just resting him. He's played, like yeah. we've all said, he's played every single game for three years. He's been by far Sheffield Wednesday's best player. Let's be honest. 
right? Oh, and, he's been class. But he's been class, and uh, and he's still one of the best players I've ever played with. But even then, it's still if if performances, I go back to it, if performances are dropped, and he's and he's not playing very well. Then you know you might have to just take him out for one game. See how you do. Give him a little rest. It could even be you might he, listen. Just because he's the captain, sometimes you you might even need a little kick up the backside. Do mm. you know what I mean? Well, just I think... to, just to bring back the because, because sometimes, like you said, if 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 we're saying it that he's the first name on the team sheet first, then how do you know Barry Bannon's not thinking? Well, I know I'm going to play. It doesn't matter if I play shit because I'm going to play every game anyway. Do, do, mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, precisely, mate. I think from what other people have been saying about giving Hutchinson captain, I think he's. He's a very, very vocal player. He he demands his back line. Like you've I, seen I, it. I think I don't think sorry, Chad, I don't think you can you can change the captaincy halfway through, I'll be honest, because then that can cause problems. And I'm, I'm saying not, like if you drop Bannon, like he's like Oh, an option. sorry, sorry. Oh yeah, if you drop Bannon, then of course you you're gonna give it to for me, you're giving it to Hutchie, aren't you? Oh yeah, I'm the point I'm trying to make is if you drop him, he's you sort of back up because he's very much like Bannon. He can shout at your players, he'll mm. tell them what they want. And he'll do it. But I think it's the thing that Bannon's your captain week in, week out. It doesn't matter who it is now that's manager. Yeah. Who is in the team, Barry Bannon will be your captain. So I think it's he's been at the club how long now? What? Seventh season with us? Oh, that's what I think. Um, yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, he's made a legacy with us. And I think it's the, getting to the point now where people don't want to drop him because it's the fear that if they do bad, either fans will be on Darren Moore's back or it's, as I've said before, you don't want him to kick off and like, why have you dropped me? Yeah, I just want to, uh, I'm just going to uh, interject and come into Thomas. He's got himself unmuted. Just want to do, um, just want to say as well, if you obviously want to have your say as well, press that request to talk button on the bottom left. And also, uh, those that are up and speaking, if you want to do what Dimmy's done, uh, just press that little love heart on the bottom uh, and put your hand up if you do want to have your say whilst we are talking. But yeah, Tom, what do you want to add to it? And I'll come to you, Dimmy, in a second. Um, yeah, regarding Bannon, I mean, Giles, obviously we just disagreed a moment ago, but I, I agree with him now with everything what he said there. Uh, especially that captaincy part, there's there's quite a few noises about taking the armband off Bannon, not just in this tonight, but in general. For me, you don't change your captain mid-season without any full legitimate reason. I, and another thing, I don't really think you need to have the armband to be influential or vocal. I know Giles is uh, captain at, at Grimsby, but there'll be other senior players there that will be just as vocal as him and they'll lead the team by performances as well. So Sam Hutchinson does that. Uh, I believe Gregory will do that when he plays. Same with Patterson. They'll all be aggressive and play on front foot. Um, so I don't I don't agree with that changing captain, sir. And we're not in the position, I feel, to rotate or rest Bannon, given the injuries last night and losing Lewis Wing. So as much as we're talking about let's rest him, who comes in, I think you'll make the point as well, James, uh, a moment ago. If Luongo comes back in, he just replaces Dele Bishiru. We've not got that luxury, which is unfortunate to rest Bannon, I don't think. I think you're right at the moment, definitely. I think now with the injury to Delhi, I think, yeah, you, um, you're you spot on. Bannon can't get can't get rested now. No. Uh, what, but I mean, what do you think? Sorry, just quick one. So if the team sheet goes out at uh, like half one, two o'clock on Saturday to Burton and Bannon's not on our team sheet... Does that then spear Burton on a little bit more to think? Arguably one of the best players outside of the championship. 
isn't playing, does that give them an extra five or ten percent? From what would you feel it, like that? It, it possibly could. It possibly could because everyone knows how much of a good player he is. But I come back to my point: if if the best player isn't performing, then you know he might be doing more harm to the team. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Now, I just want to come to Dimmy, um, then I'll come to uh, Ross and Callum as well. Dimmy, mate, what do you have to say on the uh, Bannon thing? I know you're probably the most optimistic owl that I've ever uh, ever met in my life, but uh, <laughs> God, I don't know what you want to have to say. Well, to be fair, I spent like half an hour trying to figure out how to put my blooming hand up, but anyway, I finally figured it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Bannon is one of those players that everybody looks at him every game, right? He is um, he, he's, he's the best player in League One. So if Bannon has a a poor game you everybody's going to notice which is why we're discussing it so i think we've got to give the guy a, a little bit of a break um most things go through him no he's absolutely not undroppable um and and i would i would rest him i think like uh Giles said i think he's he's just tired at the moment um i would i would drop him for a game or two i don't think there's anyone we can bring in at the moment so we may have to wait but um i mean bannon having a bad game is is arguably better than most of Lewis Wing's performances while he was here, if that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're going to notice Bannon way more than anybody else on that pitch if he has a bad game. So I think I think that's got a lot to do with it as well. Great stuff. Cheers for that, Dimmy. Uh, Ross, just want to come to you then. What, what, you know, obviously we're talking about uh, Barry Bannon. Um, do you think we need to drop him? What, what have you thought of his performances in, in recent weeks? Um, he's Barry Bannon's magical mate. He's uh, he's our best player, and he has been for many a year. Um, like Dimmy just said, then Barry Bannon. I think Barry Bannon at seventy percent is better than most players at hundred um, percent. What I did want to say, mate, originally is why is everything becoming so negative around this club and the fans? Us fans, mate, we we are the worst for it. We pick up on everything negative. Like last night with Barry Bannon. That quick free kick he played when Windass made the run behind what injured their keeper. That was just a bit of magic straight away from Bannon to, Bannon to pick it and Windass to read it. Uh, but we don't pick up on none of this. We just pick up on the things that they don't do well. Yeah, for, for me, I think, as a, obviously a fan like everyone else is, I think it's more the... I mean, I'd, I try and be as, as positive as, as, as we can, but I think it's more the... It comes down to expectations. And like we've spoken about before, like we we don't expect to be in this, you know, in League One. You know that big club mentality. It's, you know, if you speak to most players, and I, and I don't think the the media help, and especially like the pundits and stuff when we play on Sky and and whenever um, you know other people talk about Sheffield Wednesday as a football club, what's the first thing that they say? And it's all oh, Sheffield Wednesday is a massive football club, sleeping we all, gi- sleeping giant. I was thinking about this the other day, though, mate. I was thinking about this the other day, and don't be wrong, mate. Lifelong Sheffield Wednesday fan, I lo- love my club to bits. But are we as big as club as we think we are? You that's the problem. That, that's the problem. Though. If that... you was born, mate, um, after 1995, you've probably never seen Sheffield Wednesday in the Premiership. Charlie. So this standard, well, we're, we're, we're bouncing from that. Championship, talk. League One, Championship, League One. That's our standard, and that has been our standard for 27 years. Yeah, you're you're right. But, but, but the point I'm trying to make is, you know, when you're saying like, why are we, why are we picking up on the, on the negative things? Is we, we sit where, where are we? Eighth in the eighth in the league. If you speak to most people, uh, we, we expect to be top top of this division. We expected to walk this division, especially when we signed <clears throat> signed the players that we did. I'm not, I'm not saying that it's right, but I'm just saying that I think that's why we're picking up on these on these negatives. And and I don't think the football's been great this season. Uh, we can probably you can probably pick out on one hand the the good performances that we've had. Um, so far this season uh, and I think that's there's probably going to be 
three or four if you're thinking about it um so when things aren't going great and we're not doing what we should be doing it, it, that i think that's why people are picking up on all the all the negative things yes we beat morecambe two nil but really we should have been beating them five nil like what rotherham have been doing and i think that's also adds to the the whole frustration when we see our you know nearest neighbours in this in this division you know doing it week on week out you know really doing well um it's it's difficult as a as a fan to to be positive all the time i must i must admit you know ipswich they brought what three thousand fans and i thought the the atmosphere was terrible um on on saturday and you know i'm all one for trying to get the the, the songs going and what have you but it, it were it, it were awful and I, I agree with what you're saying it is it is negative and i think we do need to be as a fan base a lot a, a lot positive i mean um but yeah. isn't that football though isn't that football even if you're even if you win a game uh forget just Sheffield Wednesday football in general if if a player say say you win right say you win even if you're man united like you win but someone's not playing very well do you not think people are still going to talk about the player that didn't play very well i think they are i think that's just human nature and it? it's very difficult to, to give people exactly, yeah. it's very difficult to give people praise especially like we're saying about if the whole team yeah sorry sorry like if especially like Barry, Barry Bannon who we expect him to be you know, a nine or a ten every single week, and when he's only a, a seven or an eight, he's he's not a you know he's he's not played as well, so it, it does stand well, no, out like I, a sore I, thumb. I disagree a little bit because I think if Barry Bannon was playing seven or eight out of ten, no one would be commenting. But I don't think he's even <clears throat> he's even. Let's be honest. Yesterday he wasn't a seven or eight out of ten, and that's why I think people are talking about it. He was he wasn't very good yesterday. Yes, I, think... I can agree. I can agree with with Ross's point on... Was it Ross, sorry? Yeah, it was Ross, yeah. Yes, mate. Yeah, sorry, Ross. Yeah, I could agree with your point, but of course he's still going to put uh, do things in a game where you think, fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? Like that quick free kick, I don't think any other player in the team would have done that. It was it was brilliant. But we're just talking about in general, in the game, I, uh, me watching it, and I, like I said, I haven't I haven't seen many many games this season, only like highlights, but I was fortunate to watch watch the game uh, on the iFollow. And listen, I, I know, you know, everyone knows how good Barry Bannon is, but... Yesterday, he he didn't have a good game, and I think that's why the debate is, ha, uh, sorry, has come up, and why people are are talking about Bannon because I'm hearing that it's not just yesterday. Over the last four weeks, maybe his performance levels have dropped, and I'm not talking drop from a ten to an eight because I don't think people would say that. I think they've dropped from maybe an eight nine to to a five or a six, and that's where where that's a big a big difference. Yeah, uh, Liam, you're going to say something just before we go to uh, before we go to Callum. Go yeah, on. no, it's kind of pretty much the same as what what Giles is saying. There, he's like, he's that player that's going to be on the ball, and obviously, we know he's got the quality where he will, you know, he will make a killer pass. But if he's not, like we said, it's the little the little things and whatever else. And you know what? I don't, I don't want to sound negative because we're warning everything else, but I do think. And for whatever reason, everyone's probably touched on it. He's not been ever. You, can, you can't moan about him. He's been the best player for how many years? He never gets injured. He's always there. But no, he is the best player. I'm not, no one's going to kid that. He's oh a, yeah, no, no. Player. When he's on, a when he's player. on. But then I don't like you said. I don't think he has been up to the levels for a few games. And like we say, it's hard in it because now if Delhi's out. I don't think we can drop it or rest him. I was saying, no, drop. no, I don't we, don't, we, can't. we can't rest him. Uh, we'll never can't. drop him, will we? But mm, I don't know. Callum, I just want to uh, come to you, mate, before we discuss uh, the Burton Albion game on Saturday. What do you want to have to say? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to pick up on this um, this 
you know, this this sort of thing about us being a, a huge club. And there's no doubt that if you look at our history, you know, our, our stint in the Premier League and just the history overall of Sheffield Wednesday, there is no doubt there is something special there. The fan base is incredible, probably one of the best that I've seen ever. But I think the problem of us being in League One and why it's it's where eighth in the division and so forth is League One is a completely different club. You look at some of the teams that we've played like Morecambe, they they know that they're going against a big club like Sheffield Wednesday. They're going to play you know, to their lives. They're going to defend horribly. They're going to play dirty. They're going to latch onto a 1-0 victory. And the last time we played Morecambe at their stadium, you know, we created so many chances. We could have bagged in at least, you know, 10 goals, but they just knew how to outsmart us. They had to defend very well. They had to sneak in a quick goal and that's how they're going to beat us. And I think that's why the play's been from our standpoint, been quite disappointing because a lot of these teams know how to operate in this league because they've been in this league for a while and they know that going against a big club like Sheffield Wednesday, they just know how to exploit that. Yeah, I mean, the only, I suppose a positive to take, to take from that is that we won the game 2-0 and, and how many times have we come up <laughs> oh, against yeah, no, them but teams? It took, it took a, but it took a while to get those two goals. Like, you know, Morecambe were defending like so 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 good and it was just really hard for them to break down yes the goals came eventually but you know it was just really hard to break them down because they're going to defend yeah that, that, that well and that's what i'm saying we've got to take a positive that, that that game and played in that way normally we'd have we'd have got beat or we'd have you know come away with a draw and being even more frustrated so the fact that yeah it took a wonder goal from bias to break the deadlock but at least we at least we got those three points and we're we're whinging and moaning about the performance but we got the three points at, at the end of the day now i'm just going to talk about the uh burton album sorry get, mate can i on, just yeah, say yeah, one yeah, thing go on, before Liam. we yeah, move yeah. on i was just going to say like with everything, like what we've kind of discussed, I can bury, like or don't like him. Thought he played well, don't thought he think he played well. Bannon, whatever. Obviously, we've got Mendes, Lang, and Johnson, who are both playing really well and have done for the last few games. Byers has played well, so like I say, obviously people are saying it's all negative. Obviously, it's not. Oh um, no, no, there's definitely we've got positive. we've got we've got positives coming in there. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, it's just a shame. Like we say, it, in. The shame is the injuries and then not being able to rotate like we probably want to. That's the, that's probably like where we might, if we are going to come up short in some games, maybe come up short. Yeah, I mean, I've got. I mean, I didn't realise we were to be talking this much about the, the Barry Bannon, but I, you know, I've got written down. You know, we we're going to talk about Marvin Johnson. Uh, we we're going to talk about Sam Hutchinson, the performances that he's put in there. But you know, we're literally just running out of running out of time to to talk about all those. Maybe we can talk about them uh, next week as well. But uh, like I said we'll talk about Burton Albion. That's games coming up. Before I do that, I've just had a message from uh, from Adam Dallamore as well. I just want to re- just want to read it out. Um, you know, just wanted to message um, for tonight's show rather than coming on the mic. I just want to say a huge thank you to you, Liam and Giles, for all you've done for my mental health with the shows you put out there. Me and my dad are both big Wednesday fans. My dad became very sick in December last year and passed away on Christmas Eve. Sorry to hear that, uh, Adam. Um, Your shows have really been keeping me going through such a difficult time and I can't thank you guys uh, enough. I love your content and now listen to your show on Spotify and debate show on a Wednesday. It's great what you do and keep it up and he hopes to be at some games soon soon so uh cheers for that uh, message adam it's great to to see that um that the stuff that we're doing you know week on week out is is actually helping people out there so that's um that's great to see right going on to uh burton then um 
I think if you look up bogey side, Burton Albion is is one of, is one of those. I mean, we've only played him four times in his history, but we've never beat him. Two defeats uh, and two draws in the last well, the only four uh, four games between him and and quite recently as well. I think 2015, 2016, I think it I think it was. Um, they've just come off the back of a two one win away to Lincoln. Um, that was a Saturday. They've not had a game midweek, so they're going to be fresher legs than what than our battle scarred side at the moment one positive for us not for them is obviously they've lost their um, leading goal scorer in Jebison. he's gone back to Sheffield United they've recalled him from loan uh, and Thomas O'Connor who I mean took these two people and we've got the got the oppo's view that's uh, that'll be out for you to listen to on Friday uh, I've had to kind of go back over my notes again because I had place to watch I had Jebison and Thomas O'Connor but they've both gone Thomas O'Connor's gone to Wrexham in your league uh, Giles um, Wrexham spending a lot of money uh, probably you know I said they're two of the Two of their best players, like I said, Jebson, their top goal scorer and, and things. But I mean, I'll come to you, Giles, first. Um, in terms of, obviously, it's going to be difficult in terms of starting lineup because we don't know who, who out of the players are injured or not. But wh- what are you what are you thinking for, for Saturday? And I mean, Burton, on the, on the face of it, you'd think it's a game that we should win. But looking at where, looking at where they are, they're, they're not doing that bad this season. I think they're, I think they're 10th so far in this uh, division. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's going to be another hard game. I think it's going to be a lot different to to the Morecambe game. Um, I think in the recent weeks, Burton have, have definitely picked up. They they were they went for a period where they were struggling, um, struggling a lot earlier in the season, but they've definitely picked up. Of course, they've lost those two players that you just mentioned, which you know I think that's going to definitely definitely help us. You know, when you lose two of your your better players, it's definitely going to make you a little bit weaker, isn't it? Um, and I think they've been they've been playing well as well. So yeah, it's it's definitely going to be um, a tough game, especially like you said. They they seem like they're up, they're our bogey team, as you say, uh, which you know people people are always going to talk about that, aren't they? So uh, yeah, I, going on to your point about the team, I, I couldn't even tell you. We don't know who's available. We don't know what players. Uh, well, I think I think fit. Dean's I think Dean's going to be out for a while, isn't it? So in terms of so now we're looking at obviously we've got well, Story and Uch. Um, do we do we stick with the three and put Palmer there? I thought Palmer played quite well against Morecambe, although I think, they, I did, think they that's didn't what really, we will do. I'll be honest. They didn't really put us under that much pressure, or do we talk about switching to that? You know, to to a to a back four. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, no, I think I think it's I think it will just bring Palmer in. I'll be honest. If Dean is out, which I'm sure he. It looks that way, doesn't he? He's going to be out for a, for a good few weeks. Um, but then you've got Dele. Is is he is he going to be uh, fit? Because uh, if he's not, then it looks like I don't know. What was the matter with Luongo? I should have really asked Liam, isn't it? It's Liam, Liam's best mate. <laughs> I think you were just rested. Um, that's what Jamie obviously. Darren Moore got he's got he's got COVID, so you know, send our best wishes to. See, I, I to heard Darren, something but... different. I oh. heard something different. I heard that. You know, him and Liam were playing darts at Liam's house, so that's why he couldn't make it. <laughs> Liam, the love muscle Russell against what? Yeah. What, what would what would Mass's uh, darts name be? I don't I don't know. Answers on a Mate, postcard. Not like not like last night though. Greedy my Aussie friend came with us to the match. It was dropped. <laughs> 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 it came with his Australian flag and everything, just for just for mass and a mask and, and everything. But, but going back to the point, look, if, if he's just been rested, then look, he's 
he's probably been one of our better one of our best players. So he he's been rested. So that's what I mean. Even even Baz going back to it quickly. Baz Baz can be rested for a game, right? And and I don't think there should be such a big thing made out of it. No, exactly. I think I can't remember. We made the point though. If if, if we if we rest if him, is not fit. If we rest him and then we look, and then we well, no, not that. If we rest him and then we go and lose or draw against Burton Albion, it'll be calls of Darren Moore. What could that think, not have been the same? But then like, Saturday with Morecambe. But then yeah. yeah, but then yeah. Well, the thing is, like last night, if if we'd have lost, it'd have been oh, Mass has been our best player, or one yeah. of our best players. Yeah, of course. But it's always going to be. <laughs> so, but no, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll be all right on. on I think Canberry. Right. I, I think Canberry will start back up top. Um, I t- again, Windass looks like he's injured. Mm. Been, I forgot about him. So that's a big loss. Um, so who who's going to go in there? Well, it's not Sado um, Berahino. If it, if it is, then does someone want to go on Tuesday and have a season ticket if he's starting next I Tuesday? Tell you, I can tell you who definitely, <laughs> definitely wasn't round your house playing darts. <laughs> that is definitely him. <laughs> yeah, that would be... Um, yeah, that would never happen. Um, I'm just going to quickly come round the round the room then about, about Burton. I'll just read them off from the uh, list that I've got here. So, Tom, I'll come to you first then. So, Burton Albion... Um, we, Away from home is it is that is that a tricky game? I think it's a you know a, a diff, more difficult game than than Morecambe last night. What what's your take on this weekend? I think any game's tricky. Um, obviously, when when we're playing teams that are so more away, you want to try and get a, a victory or take something from us because I see it as a scalp. Like I said, rather right start um, draw your away games, win your home, and you'll be you'll be there or thereabouts towards the end of the season. Um, I take I really based on. The injuries we got last night and what we've got available, I'd take a point. I really would. And then, obviously, build, carry on building that and be undefeated. Um, obviously, I'd like to win, but like we don't know team. We don't know whether Luongo's going to be back. We don't know if Della Bichiro's fit. We don't know if Gregory's going to be back. So, we could be struggling to put a decent 11 together by the sounds of it. The 11, so, the, the 11 that finished, I mean, uh, the game... Yes, last night. I mean, all right. All, apart from Canberra, if you said Canberra starts as well, uh, is that is that team good enough to to progress in in League One this season, or do, do you think we're going to struggle if the players that are out are out for long term? Passing in centre midfield scares me a bit. <laughs> I mean, so I suppose we, you know you're talking. Giles was saying there about who's going to partner Canberra. Do we put Patterson up there with with Canberra? Because is yeah, he, I mean, I was looking, sorry, mate, and these goals, Canberra, I think he scored three in league and two of them he partnered Patterson up front, so why not? Yeah, give it give it a go. Cheers. I like that. You've taken over, um, you've taken over Jamie. Sorry, James, <laughs> with the with the stats. <laughs> yeah, I have to get you drafted in. Uh, Tom, <laughs> cheers for that, mate. Thank you very no, much. Uh, dear me, I'll come to you next then. So why is it 6-0 win on Saturday against Burton? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I was going to say four. Um, so, <laughs> um, I would take a draw, uh, to be honest, uh, right now. However, uh, performance is very, very important. Um, when you're home games, draw your away games. We've got to aim for three points, I think, especially against, uh, against everyone, really, apart from like the big, the big clubs, I would say. But uh, I'd like a win, but I'll take, I'd take a draw. But I'll say four nil, just because. I think we're due a big win. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the games that are coming up, we've got Burton on Saturday, then we host Wigan on Tuesday, then it's Rotherham on Sunday. That, that you know, look, looking at those next three games, they are they're big games, aren't they coming up? 
They're very big games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you know, again, it's, you've got to win your home games. I think we can beat we, we can beat anyone. Let's be honest. Let's be clear. We can beat anybody, right? But we're not going to win all our games. Um, it's impossible, I would say. But um, I think certainly four game four points from the next two games, maybe. With Burton away, Wigan at home. If we can get four points out of that, I think that's a good good haul. Um, you want six, but we'll see. Cheers, Dimmy. Thanks for that. Uh, Callum, I'll come to you, then I'll come to you, Ross, at the end. Callum, what's your thoughts on Burton this weekend? Is it uh, is it an easy three points, or are we going to find it, find it tough, especially with the injuries? Uh, I mean, obviously a win is good, but like what Dimi has said, uh, I'm happy with a draw, but 4-0 will also be good. But considering that we've got Wigan at home and then Rotherham, I think those games are far more important in terms of playing our strongest teams. So, yeah, I think um, realistically, I think it will be a draw this Saturday, but obviously a win will be also very good. But yeah, a draw. Cheers, Callum. Thanks for that. So, Ross, everyone's happy with a draw. Would you be happy with a draw against Burton? I would, mate, for the simple reason. I've got it with the two games coming up within Wigan and Rotherham. Um, if any player is on the borderline of fit to play, not fit to play, it, I'd like to think he's not going to risk him against Burton. So I think we might see a slightly surprising team on Saturday. Well, I mean, it will be certainly, there will be some question marks. I know Darren Moore, uh, Darren Moore, Darren Moore likes to keep his cards close to his chest, especially with uh, injuries and things like that. And, you know, it, it don't let anyone know. Obviously, we didn't know anything about uh, John Jules until until today. Um, but yeah, it will be, it will certainly be, you know, everyone will be waiting at two o'clock come, come Saturday to see who's, uh, to see who's started. Um I'm going to wrap wrap it up there. Uh, again, thanks everyone for getting involved. Uh, we've had a probably one of the best uh, best shows today. I think in terms of uh, debates, talking about uh, obviously the Morgan game injuries, uh, we've talked a lot about Barry Bannon, etc. We have got a lot of things that we can talk about, but we'll speak about them uh, next week. So make sure you join us next week at eight o'clock on Wednesday. Um, make sure you if you listen to this in the podcast, uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. It's at WTID Pod. Um, leave us a review as well We've gone over 100 reviews which is fantastic on uh, Apple Podcasts you can review on Spotify as well now which is uh, which is nice um, and yeah just make sure you uh, keep listening to us uh, we've got the Oppo's view on Friday morning so we're talking to um, a Burton Albion fan and a Wigan fan of a double header for you so get a bit, get the lowdown on them and yeah thank you very much for listening and we'll see you all next week Cheers, everyone. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.